Hey guys, and welcome back to episode number two of Misery Loves Comedy. I am Carly J, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about something I know we all have experience with, and that's friend groups. Whether we have a best friend or multiple friends, friend groups is something that I feel keeps us social, keeps us sane half of the time. Why? Because your friends don't have to love you. I was talking to someone the other day and saying, you know, I feel like my family only supports me sometimes and only does these things because they're my family and they have to. But the thing about friend groups is you get to choose your friends. You know, they say friends are the family that you choose. Well, you know, I think that that's kind of true. They are. They don't have to be your friend. Uh, They choose to do that, which kind of leads me into um, the good, the bad, the ugly of friend groups. Um, Starting off when I was younger, I always begged my mom for friends. I'm like, oh my gosh, why doesn't anybody like me? Why don't I have any friends? Nobody invites me to do anything. And mind you, you know, I'm probably like middle school age at this point. Um, I'm just like, man, why doesn't anybody like me? You know, what, what do I do? They're like, my mom and my family are like, you know, just hold off, you know, don't beg for friends, just be yourself and your friends will find you. And I really didn't find that to be completely true. Something I found myself starting to do in middle school and up until, I don't even know, recently, I want to say, I always found myself conforming to people and getting attached really easily because I had this need of wanting friends and wanting to be liked. So, you know, if my friends would do something, I would do something, or I'd hang out with them every single day uh, after we got to know each other. And, you know, I've even been like that in relationships, you know, as soon as I meet you, I want to hang out with you and talk to you and be with you every day. And that's probably a codependent thing. I'm sure it is. I'll get with my therapist on that later. But, you know, starting in middle school, I kind of clicked with a couple of people and my clique was kind of the mean girls. Well, I wasn't the mean girl, I guess. The other two girls were the mean girls and they were mean to me. And I really didn't care because I was like, oh sweet, like I have friends to hang out with every weekend. Um, But I was the third wheel, you know, they were already best friends and then I met them and I kind of joined the crew. So I was kind of the outsider and They were the type of two that were the best friend bullies, you know, and they treated me kind of crappy and I didn't realize it for a really long time. Like I can really remember distinctly one time they were together and for some reason they decided to just keep calling me and calling me and calling me back and forth. Um, So I had to turn my phone off because it wouldn't stop ringing and they probably called me over 200 times. Uh, they just kept calling and hanging up. Um, for what reason? I don't know. Just because they wanted to bully me. <laughs> um, they would make fun of me in front of my face sometimes, you know, but say that they were kidding. Um, and then they would have inside jokes about me that they would say to each other in front of me. And I'm just kind of like, okay. I mean, I, I didn't know it at the time, but, you know, they'd be laughing and I'm kind of like okay guess I'll never know what that is um I mean I don't even know if they're even friends anymore but yeah um I kind of turned into a bully too 
I became better friends with one of the girls and we ended up bullying the the third girl, you know, and looking back at it now, I'm like, man, I was just kind of a mean girl because I was hanging out with mean girls. I was just conforming to these people. You know, why was I doing that? Why am I being friends with these catty girls? I don't know. I just wanted to be liked. I really did. Well, me and those girls ended up going to different high schools. So, you know, like I said, I don't know if they're still friends now, but they were in high school and I kind of remained friends with one of them throughout that time. But when I got into high school, I'm just having this total identity crisis. Like, who am I? Where do I fit in? You know, I had one of my best friends at the time transfer into the same high school as me. So, you know, I had her and she kind of got into the group with like the gothic kids, I guess you could call them. Um, these were the kids that would wear like the vampire teeth to school and the the tails attached to their belt loops and like cloaks and stuff. And like, you know, the Naruto run down the hallway and stuff that I mean, those were the kind of people that she kind of conformed with. So I tried to hang out with them in the beginning and it just totally wasn't my style. But again, I was wearing two inches of black eyeliner at the time and like those giant bows. This was like prime side part, straightening your hair, dyeing the tips, rar XX LOL girl face for me at this point. I have some pictures and I look back and just cringe so hard for how much eyeliner I I was wearing. It should have been a crime, a crime. And I thought that I looked so good. And my mom would always make comments about my makeup. I was like, my dad would too. And now I look at the pictures and I'm like, oh my God, they were so right. But, you know, at the time I was thinking I was... I was getting my makeup. <laughs> I was getting my makeup tutorials from YouTube. So of course I thought I was hot at the time. Like that's what girls were doing. Anyways, yeah. That was not my uh not my crowd <laughs> at all. <laughs> now something I wanna add as well is I started to struggle with my weight in high school as well. Um, I think it's just because I wasn't as active. Um you know, I was a little depressed going to a new school. I don't know. A girl likes food. I'm a freaking teenager. I'm allowed to eat and be happy. But, you know, I gained weight and it was noticeable to, I mean, to other people. I really didn't know until other people started saying things to me. Um, you know, I was a wrestling manager because I really enjoy wrestling. My brother was a wrestler. Uh, it's something that I really like. So I'd hang out with those girls and I can distinctly remember being well, trying to be really good friends with all these guys because I'm like, okay, well, let me try and fit in with the athletes, you know, with some of these people because it's a different crowd than the goth kids. Well, of course, you know, some people are friends, some people are not, and some people are just fake. I, we used to have these grading cards and I pulled out my grading card one time because you have to get it signed by every teacher and on the front of it, it said, Carly is a fat fuck. And <laughs> I read it and obviously I started crying. You know, I'm like 15 or 16 at this point. Um, and it really hurt my feelings. And people had known, you know, I had insecurities about my weight. So the wrestling coach was like, who did this? Who did this? Fess up right now. Nobody would fess up. 
So I'm like, mm, somebody knows, somebody knows, like somebody in this room did it. So he made them run laps and run laps and run laps. I can't even remember for how long, but there was guys crying. And I think a couple of guys even threw up <laughs> um, until a guy confessed um, to writing it, which is funny that he called me a fat fuck when he also had weight issues. Um, I don't know where this guy's at now too, but I would just like to say, I hope he knows who he is. I hope he listens to my podcast one day. Um, you're a douchebag. And I loved food when I was 16. So yeah, maybe I was a fat fuck, but you're, I'm not anymore. And you're always going to be an asshole. So, well, clearly the chubby girl ain't fitting in with uh, the athletes. So I'm moving on. All right. I'm hanging out with my band, my band friends. I was in the marching band, played the flute. Um, that's how I met my roommate, actually, who's my best friend right now. Well, it has been since I was literally in ninth grade. I was like 14 years old. We were just discussing this last night and for this reason, because I wanted to mention it. But, you know, I started hanging out with, um, I guess you could say the quote unquote popular people in marching band. Well, you thought they were popular, which was the drum line. I would hang out with a girl and, um, I, you know, I later come to find out after high school, actually, um, I had a guy reach out to me on Facebook and was like, Hey, uh, I just want you to know that I'm really sorry. And I'm kind of like, Oh, for what? And at this point, you know, I, I've been, I've fluctuated with my weight since I was literally like 16. At this point I was down on my weight, um, again, and he goes, I see how much pro progress you've made. And I just want to let you know, in high school, we used to call you FF. The drumline did. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, FF. We used to call you that behind your back for fat flute. And I'm like, oh, oh. Like, oh, my gosh. I wish I could go back in time and find the Facebook message. But unfortunately, I've deleted it to try and get that out of my brain. But you know, the people who I was trying to hang out with around were calling me that behind my back. Um, I, I didn't even know what FF meant, but that was just their nickname for me. And here I thought that these people were my friends and I'm just a fat girl once again. I, you know, what do I do? Who do I turn to? Where do I go? I'm just at this point so lost and feel like I have no friends. So I start turning towards my activities and the things that I do. Maybe I need to start hanging out with older kids. Um, so I did. I started hanging out with a little bit of older kids and got them with the kids that partied more and kids at other schools. And I still just didn't feel like this was the right friend group for me. But does it really matter for the right friend group for me? No, because remember, I always wanted to be loved and felt important and appreciated. So I was like, whatever, I'll stay friends with these people. And so after high school, I moved in with these older party girls and I did not know what I was getting myself into. Um, this is not an episode about roommates because I will absolutely be doing one because I have had extremely terrible experiences with some of my roommates and extremely great ones, but there is just two girls that I lived with. It was just awful. These two girls, um, they acted like my friends. I've known them since high school, you know, since my freshman year of high school, I believe I'd known these girls. Um, but wow, it was just really bad. They trashed the house. 
and would not clean up anything. Um, I, I was basically taking care of everything and trying to voice my opinion and getting talked down to like, basically just, we don't care what you have to say. Oh, if you want it clean, then you clean it. And so I did. And I had a friend who lived across the street and she straight up said to me one day, girl, you are bullied. (laughs) These girls are bullying you and they are bitches and they are not your friends. They are not your friends. Why do you let them talk to you like this? Why do you let them treat you like this? And I'm like, what? Really? Like, I didn't even realize. And she had pointed something out to me. She's like, this girl, you know, I can't say names, but this girl took your sweatshirt and wore it for a week, didn't wash it, was not brushing her teeth and wiping her teeth plaque on my sweatshirt and then had the nerve to not wash it and give it back to me and was like, if you want it clean, you can wash it. So the, like that was the kind of stuff that I was putting up with. I'm like, what? she had really opened my eyes when she said that, you know, they're treating you terribly. Why are you friends with these girls? And I'm like, wow, okay, I do have a friend on my side, but I got to get out of here. I got to get out of this situation. So thank God. I, well, not thank God, I guess, but I came home one day and it was just so messy and I had a mental breakdown and I just packed up my shit and I moved back in with my parents and they were like, yes, get back in here. We know how much you hate living there. We know that you have not been having a good experience. And mind you, this was right when I moved out. So I'm like 17, 18. And I'm like, I made a mistake. Please take me back. I don't like these girls. I have no friends. I'm going to go back to college or I'm going to go to college. Like, please please take me back. (laughs) So they did. Thank God. Thank God. And I had a little bit of time by myself, started working. And then I finally decided to take the plunge and apply for college in another state because Kansas, it just wasn't working for me. I wasn't having the friends that I wanted. Work friends, yes. Um, But that's also another uh, episode that I would get into. But my friends in Kansas weren't working out. So what do I do? I apply for school in another state, hoping that maybe I can find some connections there. So I made some really good friends in Ohio, some lifelong friends I still have to this day who I absolutely love. Um, They are not a part of this (laughs) section. I'm going to focus on a little bit of the worst section, which was when I joined a sorority in college. Man, I was hanging out with the sorority girls and the frat guys and I was still just a party girl, you know? I was hanging out with party girls, and so that's who I was when I went to college. And those were the people that I was hanging out with. I was in a new sorority, and so we wanted to be popular, so, and be known on campus, so we were going to frats every weekend and trying to interact and socialize, and at the time, you know, I was 21, so I'm able to drink and go to the bars and meet even more people. So I was the party girl, totally me, 100% going to admit that. People knew me as, the girl that had fun and partied and drank all the time. And those were the girls I was hanging out with. And I would look out for my friends, what I felt like. But looking back, I'm kind of like, man, these girls and guys were not my friends. The girls were ones that would get really drunk and leave me alone, leave me at parties. You know, there's times I can remember walking home from parties to like to my dorm alone, which 
in retrospect, when I'm thinking about it at the time, it's like, oh, I'm by my college campus. I'm walking around college. Like everything's fine. Cause I'm on campus. Um, no, are you kidding me? That's literally how people get taken. That's how people get kidnapped, murdered, assaulted. But that, I wasn't thinking about that at that time. I'm like, oh, I'm on campus. I'm safe. Like, eh, whatever. No, that's not safe. Leaving me with guys, you know, I I remember one time specifically, like asking my friends to make sure that this guy leaves me alone and they didn't. And this guy, you know, it ended up getting really creepy, you know, to the point where I had to leave. Um, watched me one time get into a verbal argument with somebody on the front porch, a guy I was kind of seeing at the time and had to get kicked out and carried into an Uber and they were just like, bye, you know, love you, see you later, um, and stayed at the party. And then the next day, they're like, sorry that you got kicked out of the party. You know, those were the people that I was hanging out with. And I'm like, now these are my friends. These are, I love these people. I love these girls. Sisters. Sisters for life. I'm like, these aren't my freaking sisters. Oh, my God. No. And, you know, I went back a few years ago to visit some of my friends who were still attending college there um, because I wasn't anymore. And I wasn't drinking as heavily and, and doing all that. And they all expected me to be that way. And they're like, wow, you're no fun anymore. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, okay. And now these people don't want to be my friend because I wasn't drinking as much as them. So I'm like, God, I have no balance. I do not know what to do. So, you know, I moved back to Kansas and I'm, I'm back here in my hometown and I find my, my friend group, my group. And it started with going to a music festival, Electric Forest, and just joining into that friend group with a girl who I knew from high school. And these people are so fun. I do fit in, have fit in, always will fit in with these people. Um, I love them dearly. And I always have FOMO. So anything, and, and they're a, it's a big group of friends, you know. I always have FOMO. I always want to go out. They always want to go out. We're doing something every weekend, and it's great. So if they do something, I want to go. Like, I can remember <laughs> many of times where, you know, we just go over to the boys' house, what we'd call it, and, you know, we'd all be able to stay over there. We'd party all night, um, literally all night into the next day. I remember um, Bad Boy B, shout out, one time was boofing acid. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, you can Google that. Um, you know, that was just an incredible experience. Um, and then they went out to brunch. And of course, I had to go to work that day. So I was pissed. Uh, another time, you know, we went to the lake and we just sat on the water um, out by the water and went out to dinner and just hung out and just bonded with each other. Um, one time we went to the casino and we were all so drunk that they would not let us in. They were literally like, yeah, sorry guys, just, we refuse to let you in. You're too drunk. Go home. And then <laughs> um, just make it full back a circle at Electric Forest, Bad Boy B once again, he just vibes. Uh, we all turn around and he is stripped down completely butt naked in the silent disco, dancing around and just living his best life. 
everybody's phones were dead so nobody has any evidence or proof of this but i remember a lady coming up to him and being like honey i respect your free spirit but there are some people around that are looking at you and i think it might be best if you put your clothes back on so uh yeah he did and within that trip i don't know which one of you it was and we all to this day still don't know but someone pooped on the side of our tent at that festival on somebody's tent and nobody will fess up to it and i think it's been wow five six years i don't even know how long since that festival and nobody will fess up to it but we know somebody is the tent pooper somebody also did it one of you guys because i'm saying it on my podcast right now it was not me it was not me well i slowly stopped kind of hanging out with these people and for a couple of reasons one kind of phased myself out by being in a relationship with somebody who didn't want me to hang out with anybody and two i was just kind of stupid um i had a lot of couples in my friend group and i was the person who was walking around showing my boobs flashing them around you know um graduation parties um i can remember someone's parents being there and i did it you know so that was just who i was and my friends kind of stopped inviting me to do things and slowly but surely they were having graduation parties baby showers birthdays concerts girls nights celebrations and i wasn't getting invited but i saw them doing things um and of course that made me very sad was i mad no not mad everybody every one of them were growing and i was stuck in like a partying stage do i miss hanging out with them yes but the transition for them to kind of phase me out i think needed to happen because it made me grow it made me grow out of my own ways because good friends want to be with good friends and i wasn't really being a good friend so i think it was really healthy for them to kind of phase me out and separate a little bit especially when someone doesn't have any intent to change and at the time i really didn't so that was kind of a wake up call you can't be linear you have to change a little bit and i finally saw that when they were doing things without me going places without me and i'm like man what did i do to make these people not want to hang out with me anymore and then yeah well now i finally have a clear mind i'm so glad i finally am, am clear-headed that i can look back and be like oh now i know why these people are hanging out with me are we still in contact and communication yeah but we all have gone kind of our own ways you know i have friends that are married with kids uh friends that are living in other states starting their own businesses we're in contact but you know we're not that same friend group anymore and i think i was holding on to that so freaking tight and i'm like no i want us to all stay like friends like this i've let that go and i'm now happy for them in their successes and that we're not hanging out and partying in the way that we used to i'm glad i'm not that girl anymore um i'm looking forward to celebrating my friends accomplishments in a healthy environment yeah we can still have fun and laugh without going all night we know an appropriate time to go home you know i love that now <laughs> i didn't i wanted to still have fun and do something every weekend and have that connection but you know with those friends and with my friends now kind of phasing into now i'm not conforming to people anymore 
people tell me how weird I am. And that's their favorite thing about me. That used to be my least favorite thing about me was the weird things that I would say, the goofy crap that comes out of my mouth. You know, I got ADHD. Random crap just comes out of my mouth all the time. But that's why people like me. That's people have literally told me that I like you because of how random you are. I like you because of how goofy your laugh is and how funny you are and how real you are. And I'm like, wow, those were the things that I actually didn't do my entire life growing up because I thought that I was weird. And I thought that people wouldn't like me if I was myself like that. Like it was really true when my mom said, be yourself, be yourself. Cause now I've attracted the best friends that I could possibly have. They're goofy, they're accepting, it's a small group, but it's about the quality of my friends, not about how many I have. I'm happy with the people that I'm friends with right now. So to kind of finish things off, friends are the recipe to a happy life. I read that quote and I really do feel like that's so true. You don't have to have a giant friend group. You can have a small one. You can have one or two friends. One friend is still your friend group. That's your friend group. One person. That's okay. (laughs) But remember to choose your friends wisely. Because as I've learned, you kind of do act like and represent and reflect who you hang out with. So kind of choose them wisely. Don't feel the need to fit in so badly and seriously. Be your freaking self. Because I guarantee you, that's the way you're going to find your best friends. Um, so yeah, I'll leave you with that. Remember, it's just a bad day. It is not a bad life. I'll see you guys later. Have a good one.